0: Recently on Wednesday nights at our church, we went through the book of Proverbs over a period of maybe three months, looking at different topics and that Proverbs develops. Someone had asked me, what about doing that on the Wonderful Day in the Lord broadcast? And uh, maybe doing something along that line. So that's kind of what we're going to do for the next uh, several times. We're going to look at snapshots of these topics that are found in Proverbs. Uh, we've already looked at the book. The key word is wisdom. And the uh, key verse is found in chapter 9 that says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So that's where we're backing off from now. The next snapshot, uh, as as we go down this Route 66 of the Scriptures, we're, we're, we're taking time to look at these markers, these snapshots of the things that God wants to indelibly print upon our hearts. And one of the major issues that Solomon brings up over and over, and remember, he is writing, he's addressing this book to his son. And so, as a good father, he has many things of wisdom he wants to teach his son. And one of the very first ones, one of the most prominent ones early on, is that of the area of morality or purity. Uh, Unlike much of the rest of these topics that we'll look at going through, uh, the issue of purity and morality and the dangers of immorality are, are kind of grouped together early in the book in the first nine chapters, but especially in chapter 5, 6, and 7. We see a number of word pictures in these chapters concerning uh, the dangers of of sexual sin and impurity. He talks, for example, of a uh, destructive lady, this seductive lady, you might say, that leads to a way of destruction. I remember he's talking to his son. If he was talking to his daughter, he might turn that around. But he's concerned about his son being seduced by someone who will lead him in the way of destruction. He also has the word picture of a misleading lip or lips. Uh, this individual is very good with words, very good at misleading the person they're trying to, dis- to deceive. And then finally, there is unstable feet. So an individual involved in these kind of impure situations does not have the stability that they would have it, they were on the firm foundation of God's holiness. So Solomon uses those word pictures, but he tells us in chapter 7, verse 25, how to avoid immoral, impure situations. And he says, begin with your heart. Verse 25 says, do not let your heart turn aside to her ways, do not stray into her paths. First of all, we begin with our heart. Almost all sins of the flesh begin with sins in the heart. Uh, almost, almost never do we just jump out and do a sinful thing without first contemplating it, without first letting it uh, percolate in our hearts and our minds. And so he begins with the heart here, and he says, "Do not let, do not let your heart turn aside to her way. Before it ever becomes a physical concern, examine the heart. Do not, do not let that heart be deceived and drug in that direction. And then that leads to the physical action." when he goes ahead in that verse and says, do not stray into her paths. Uh, By not allowing the heart to stray, it will keep you from personally, physically straying into her paths. Uh, A second thing that he tells us concerning avoidance of immorality is to flee, to flee. And this is found in other scriptures. But in 5.15, he says, drink water from your own cistern, the fresh water from your own well. Now, when we think of fleeing, we think of running away, but... We need to also remember if we're running from something, we're running to something. And so Solomon is combining the two. If we want to avoid impurity and immorality, we need to, first of all, check our heart, check our actions, and get away from the temptations that could be dragging us into immoral situations. But on top of that, we are to flee to something. And he says here, and fresh water from your own well... He goes on then to talk about verse 18, for example, to the married individual, let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. Uh, So he's telling his son, look, instead of turning to the seductress and this deceptive woman, turn to your wife, pour your love into her, pour your your emotional love, pour your spiritual love, pour your, your physical love. Not into sinful situations, but into your marital situation. Flee to and flee uh, from is talked about there. Then there's one more thing we would mention, and that is understand wisdom in this situation. In chapter 7, verse 1, he says, My son, keep my words and treasure my commandments within you. Keep my commandments and live and my teaching as the apple of your eye. In all areas of life, we need the wisdom of God, and we certainly need to treasure the wisdom of God when it comes to immoral situations. So this is uh, the insight that uh, Solomon gives us in the book of Proverbs concerning uh, morality and purity. If you want a, a life that is, f- is filled with the joy of the Lord, if you want to have a wonderful life in the Lord, you'll need to walk purely and holy before Him.